We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. This episode of Ain't No Seats is brought to you by MyBookie. Folks, football is back. AB is in New England. This ad says Oakland, but a lot of things have been going Maybe on with our guy. soon, too. AB, yikes. Tough week for Ole AB. Uh, Le'Veon's with the Jets. OBJ and Jarvis Landry have teamed up again in Cleveland. Yikes to Cleveland as well. Um, one thing that hasn't changed, though, where I'm placing my bets this season. My bookie is the place to bet on football every single weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year they are hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least 100000 and it only costs 100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. I would only recommend a service to my listeners. It's been good to me. That's why MyBookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. MyBookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. So... Up to a thousand first deposit bonus. Double your first deposit. Put in a hundred, and my bookie will give you an extra hundred to gamble with. Use promo code Chair to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online today. Mybookie.ag. That's m y b o o k i e dot a g. And don't forget to use the promo code Chair. And when creating your account to claim the bonus, terms and conditions apply. Bet, win, get paid. This episode is also brought to you by our most talked about sponsor of all time, Blue Chew. Blue Chew. Promo code armchair, but we'll get to that. So, guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go, want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed? Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients in Viagra and Cialis so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach or empty. And since they are chewable and they work up to twice as fast as a pill, you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. 
If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence when it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They are made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and shops direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's nothing, folks. Don't be cheap. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code ARMCHAIR to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Ain't No Seeds podcast. And now on to the show. Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in 10 seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Got And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. All right, what's good, folks? Welcome back. Episode 28 of the Ain't No Seats podcast. I'm not going to lie, guys. This is the least excited I've ever been to do a podcast. And we, I mean, I guess we've had some bad moments on this pod. The streak ended. But boy, did KU football losing on Saturday just spoil a lot of things going on in my life. B turn AB, how you guys doing? I mean, I'm ready to rant, I think. <laughs> I've been holding in for a few days, but I think I'm ready to let it all loose. Do it. That's what the people want to hear. That one, the streak ending pod was so depressing. <laughs> it really it was, we watched dope, us, We watched us get our ass whipped by Oklahoma. Yeah. After, like, I think. The episode before, we were, like, coming just, up with scenarios of just, how we could... Just beat ex- Oklahoma, and then the K-State and Texas Tech will both lose, and we'll still win the Big 12. Yeah, we had none hope. of that happen. It's kind of like... Yeah. That's what we did for 14 years, was yeah. make, like, scenarios, and they would somehow oh, happen. happen. Yeah. Teams would lose, we'd take care of business, went on the road or whatever. and But, yeah, that episode kind of was fun, because yeah, it, it brought <laughs> back literally 14 years of memories. Yeah. 14 years, we just got to talk about how dope we were for 14 straight years, all the best moments. Now you we can't get, do that with now, Yeah, now we get to talk about this awesome decade <laughs> of football. I was thinking about it earlier, and I was looking it up. From like 20, or 2007 to the first half of 20, or 2009, we won 25 games in like two and a half seasons. And since then, we were like 19 and 97 total oh in 11 plus bad. years of football. It makes me sick. And I just, I mean, let's just, I, we all got our hopes up again. And not really in like a stu. I didn't think it was stu. It should not be too much to ask for your Big 12 football program to start 2-0 and against Indiana State and Coastal Carolina. And apparently it was. They just can't fucking do it. <laughs> we cannot go 2-0. and All nine teams in the conference start 2-0, and and they win both games by 30. Yeah, 7,000 points. Who would we have to play to start 2-0? and any? I mean, Delbert Maple Coast <laughs> University and East Bosco Central. Olathe South? I don't know, man. They Olathe give us, they South give us a run. has got some athletes, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I mean, mean if you get an all-Olathe South team, I think they might compete. Braden Smith would munch. Every year, no matter who it is, we can't. We literally can't start it's, 2-0. It does not matter who stands in our way, whether it's Rice, whether it's 
North Dakota State, South Dakota State, whoever the hell the Dakota State it is, whether it's Coastal Carolina. Um, who else? Who are some other just absurd teams we've lost to over the years? Just it does not matter. South who, Dakota State, we fumble the snap. <laughs> yeah, we try to spike the ball and we take a knee. That was probably about as low as it gets. North Dakota State, we lose six to three. Yeah. Nickel State, we just Nickel State. I didn't even think of the one that happened last literally year. last year. It just does not matter. We can't start two and zero. But like, didn't we go to Rutgers and just get our asses beat? Yeah, I mean we've lost. Like they, I don't think they were Rutgers. that good. They, I mean, yeah, we I, beat them by five hundred last year, which is cool. We lost to Central Michigan at home one year. Um, just, yeah, I mean, it's just Memphis tough. came in and beat us by a billion one year. It's, like those first two are usually cupcakes. Yeah, and we it's just not hard to start two and zero. We can't do it. There's so many bad teams to start two and zero every year. I mean, exactly. Which is why I was like, we can do it. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we should. We we'll do it. We'll just start two and zero. It's, I mean, we could have easily been zero and two. But okay, before we get into just melting down and talking about the Hawks being one and one, I will tell you this, AB. Less Valley, the tailgate, fun time on Saturday. Maybe the most fun I've ever had tailgating in my life. Shout out to anyone that came by. I think we had some listeners come by, and yeah, I mean it was. Think. I mean, I don't know. It was. How much do you remember from it that? It was day? a hell of a time. Lots of flip cup, just lots of excitement. My guy James CJ, shout out, was standing on a table giving a speech. Puka's uncle gave a speech. Puka's uncle was standing on tables giving speeches. We were chugging beers. AB was diving into freaking hills <laughs> trying to penguin slide. We'll talk more about that later in the show. I mean, it was just such a fun time. We're 1-0. The fan base seems to be buzzing. People are having fun. When James was giving that speech on the table, there were like hundreds of – like felt like there were hundreds of people watching this guy give a speech about how – I mean, he was obviously – it was – theater like he was exaggerating everything but he was like the hawks are back let's go bowl game we're going bowling this year 150 people bought into it. i mean people are pumped we're like let's go win let's go two and oh and four hours later four hours later we were just right back to where we've been for 10 years leaving the booth just pumped so <laughs> just i mean 57 speak- minutes of not of not scoring and speaking of the booth i mean that the excitement with the booth, I, it was the greatest thing going on in my life for like a month stretch, and now it's just gone. No AB's, one cares anymore. AB's got to change his name on Twitter now. Yeah. AB's no longer walking with that extra pep in his step like he was for weeks because of the booth. The booth is dead. It's just, not dead, but it's... Just crazy. I mean, I, I'm leaving the, the stadium, David Booth, Kansas Memorial Stadium, on Saturday. I get out to our tailgate. Our table's broken. Our tent's broken. That table broke. The table broke. Well, I mean, Puka's uncles and Jane's are standing on the table. It doesn't really fit, stand straight anymore. The tent broke because the tent flew through the air. Just, just a tough scene. And I don't know. I mean, let's just get in the game, guys. Why, why are we one and one? Like, what is wrong with the KU football? I'll tell you why. Our offense. What is wrong with our offense? I mean, everyone. The thing that all the national people and all the KU haters were saying is, oh, Les is washed, his offense stunk at the end of LSU, and I am terrified that that is actually the case. We couldn't do anything. Nothing. We didn't. We scored in the first drive, and we didn't score a single point in the final 57 minutes against <laughs> Coastal fucking Carolina. They're not a good team. They scored 12 points. Eastern, scored. Eastern Michigan's quarterback went 24-26 I mean, against them the week before. Coastal we played Carolina. these Delberts, and they make us look like the Oakland fucking Raiders. Coastal Carolina had the worst kicker 
in the history of college football. He, bad, bad. He was saving us. I mean, the guy was like had money on us or something. Was trying to hand us the game. Worst kicker I've ever witnessed with my eyeballs. And we needed – he allowed it to where, hey, guys, you can just score 13 points and you can get away with this win. We couldn't even do that. I mean, I yeah. thought for sure when it was 12-7 to and they had a 29-yard field goal. I'm like, well, he's going to make this. We're now eight. Do we really expect our offense for the second straight week after these two performances to make a fourth-quarter drive and make a two-point conversion? I wasn't feeling good about it. Then he missed it, and I was like, all right, well, I think we can get the ball yeah. in the end zone. Nope. Didn't even come close. Oh God, no! Didn't even threaten. We needed, we needed a touchdown or two field goals over 57 minutes <laughs> against a pathetic team that had just lost the week before to Eastern Michigan. I had not even thought about it like that. We needed two field goals in 57 minutes to Which be. T- he probably would have missed them, but <laughs> we needed one touchdown, one long run from Puka, one bomb to Charlotte or well, Parchment. That. Yeah, Charlotte doesn't even. You bring up Charlotte. His name didn't even get mentioned. Stunning, that the plays that guy makes on the fourth quarter drive or the late game drive against Indiana State, for him to just like not be targeted. I mean, we didn't do anything to try and get him involved. We talked last week about how much we loved Andrew Parchment. Didn't hear his name once. I mean, I, I don't know what the problem is, and like AB said, it's. I mean, it is exactly what LSU fans were freaking out about with less. Like, you've got athletes, you've got guys out there, use them. I mean, you cannot, especially when you got a guy like Puka. I mean, Puka is electric. Get him out in space. Do not try and jam him up the middle when you have a bad offensive line. It's just you got to get him out in space. You have to run a screen for him. Yeah. Guys, we're going to lose to Big 12 teams by 50 points. OU is going to beat us by 70. Listen, I know okay. their defense is sketchy, but they're okay. not Coastal Carolina. Okay. We're in the middle of melting down about this loss. I'm not ready to just say, oh, season's over. We're never going to compete again. I do think that's where Les Miles is different. And let's not forget, last year's team lost to freaking Nickel State. And guess what? We competed in a lot of games. We didn't lose by 70 to Oklahoma. We should have beat K-State. Like, I'm yeah, not saying that. I'm not, to that. I'm, like, not, I'm not like saying that's going to happen again. We looked really fucking good against Central Michigan to go to one and one, and then we beat Rutgers by a thousand points. Like we're not doing that to bad teams this year. At least last year we could play bad teams, and we had everyone on the field like Puka and beat the clit out of them. I guess just insane. <laughs> oh, yikes! Clitoris. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, no, you're right. I'm just saying, like, I'm here to melt down about Coast Carolina and Coast Carolina only. I'm I mean, not ready to be like we're hours. losing by fifty. We're losing by 30 to West Virginia next week. Like, we might in two weeks, but I don't know. I just, I still think, I do not think this is the same KU football program that we saw with Charlie Weiss and we saw a lot of times with David Beatty. Like, I don't think this team's just going to roll over and die is basically what I'm saying. That's a fair point, I guess. And that's not me saying we're going to win games. I, I think it's very likely we go 1-11. I just don't think we're going to, like, be in. <laughs> so fun thinking that every year. <laughs> I mean, it's probably what's going to happen. But it just feels so like it's so conservative, and he just wants to run it down people's throats. And we just don't have, like, I know we do have skill players on offense, but like, you don't have the personnel that you had at LSU. Like, no, you do not and have LSU always has a dominant defense. Yeah, and we're so, not Wisconsin with this like offensive line of all NFL superstars that are about to be there in four years. Yeah, yeah. so like, we're it, just a, like an average. Team. At LSU, their defense gets stops, and you can wear down the defense because offense hasn't. You're just running, running, running. But at KU, you just can't do that. No. Yeah. It, I don't know. I'm definitely worried, but maybe. I mean, Les is 
proven like track record maybe he'll make adjustments and yeah and i mean the thing is we knew Les wasn't going to come in and do this overnight i think after the game twitter was in full full meltdown mode k-state fans are in more meltdown <laughs> mode than i mean we were they're hanging a banner for this loss oh yeah they're making t-shirts oh yeah. yeah but it I mean, I still think Les is, like, a guy that can still get these guys motivated and excited every week to go out and play. Like, I truly think this team thinks things are still happening with this program. I don't think anyone's given up now. I think you let some time go. I think fans will get back on board, too. It's just we've got to – it goes back to what we said in the opening episode about football. we just got to compete. Just – I mean, Coast Carolina, you got to win. But now for the rest of the year, just freaking compete. Let yeah. us watch games for four quarters. Don't make us turn it off second quarter because we're down 60 and we're just looking like a disaster. I just want this team to still steadily improve, and by the end of the year we can have some hope going into next season. Like, you okay over there, guy? I just cannot believe we're talking like this again. I and know. It's, it's just a And it's funny because if we win 14 to 12, we're kind of like pumped right now. <laughs> yeah. That's what's so sad. 14 to 12. If we just – we could have went on a drive last game, won the game, missed the extra point, and we'd all be in here celebrating about how we're 2-0. Was it 24-17 week one or 24 – Yeah, 24-17. Yep. We have scored 31 points against Indiana State and Coastal. It's It's stunning. And it brings up a point I wanted to talk about. When Chip Lindsey was hired, after we hired Les, that was a big-time hire. I think everyone recognized that. They were like, this guy's good. He's got a proven track record with quarterbacks. He's when, a freaking Auburn. Yeah. When we lost him, I think we were all kind of like, damn, that sucks. That's not good. But, you know, we were like, oh, but Les Miles is still our head coach. This is great. We go out and get Les Koenig, who I think when we all saw him, we were kind of like, Ugh, this guy's our OC. kind of looks like an accountant. It might as well be. Clearly. <laughs> it felt like a huge loss losing Chip. And it's, I mean, now we can officially, like, melt down about it and kind of acknowledge, meltdown, like, meltdown. that was bad. That was oh, a really yeah. bad loss. God. Yeah. Uh, Chip Lindsay. Just to I, have him for one year would have been huge. I know. And then he gets a coaching job. But obviously yeah. you can't blame him. But, I mean, he was great at getting his stars to play, like, the ball. When yeah. When he was at Southern Miss even. And I think him and with Puka would have been insane. And then. It's not like our receivers suck. I know we haven't played anyone, but it seems what, like Parchment's real. And that's obviously I, Charlotte didn't get any targets or whatever, which is insane. Yeah. Because he kind of won us that game. I know Carter made big throws, but we haven't had receivers like that in the past that go up and get it like he did there. Yeah, I agree. I think Chip Lindsey would have absolutely utilized a guy like Dalen Charlotte and, you know, taken the hype from Andrew Parchment week one and maybe come up with even more things to do with him. Like, I don't – it just felt like we forgot – about those guys being big-time playmakers in week one, and we're just like, well, stick to this run game, run game, yeah. run game, and it just didn't work. And I, I think Les Koenig's going to be here, Koenig, whatever. I don't even know his last name. Is it Koenig, Koenig? Who cares? I think he's going yeah, to be here one year. It. I think he's going to be here one year, and I think we're going to go find a new offense coordinator this offseason. God, just, we had the perfect one. We just didn't have time. Like, when you lose a guy that late in the period, it's tough. And I think Les kind of brought – Les Miles brought in a guy that was probably just going to let Les Miles – do the offense that he was used to. I mean, Les can't just switch his offense yeah. at this point. So yeah. I think that's what he's going to try but and like, get through this season. They can, like, do something to change their style. Like, look at LSU. Like, Ed Orgeron was pound, pound, pound. That's what they were even last year, and they were top five in the nation, but they weren't close to good enough to beat Alabama. They get this year, they get that, like, passing coordinator from the Saints. 
it went and dropped 50 points at Texas in a massive game. I they know, scored like 70 sick. points a week. Their offense is insane. Like, Burrow's like a Heisman dude. Yeah. Like, how can't, hard like, is it? Let's do that and just let someone take over on offense and he do what he's supposed to do. I, like, I think like, that's, that's gonna, where I'm freaking out. I think out. that's going to happen next year. But I think the problem with this year was there was nobody that late in the game that you could convince to come to Kansas. No, I know. And but so even I think like Les Chip, was like – Like Chip fits Les's style. Like when you watched his stuff at Auburn and like played Southern Miss, it was all like RPOs, like threw a little bit more and it was a little more flashy runs. But like I mean, it was really that different than what we're doing now. Yeah, but I, I just think the thing with Chip was like he had had quarterbacks in the past. I mean, you take away Jamarcus Russell from Les, yeah. who – I mean, great who, NFL career. Yeah, I the mean, best. but like he was good for less. But other oh, than that, 100%. like who did less have? Like nobody. I mean, and he always recruited. Mettenberger yeah. was decent, but like I felt like he was always recruiting, and it just. I mean, I think that is the Matt biggest. Flynn. Yeah, never. I mean, he got paid for throwing six touchdowns once. <laughs> yeah, boy, oh boy, package. it's just like it felt like that was the one glaring weak spot on less. Obviously, and then we bring in a guy that has a track record of being decent with quarterbacks, and you're like, okay, good. Les took one of his weaknesses and brought in an assistant coach to kind of help with that. And it just felt like when Chip left and we hired Les 2.0, yeah. that it was a disaster waiting to happen, and so far it has been. So, But I almost wonder, like, he's had so much success in the past. Like, is he just stubborn and he wants to do it his way, his way, his way? Like, oh, he hasn't sure. really – how often has he experienced it not working? I, I you would say when he got fired at LSU, but you would think that in the last two and a half, one and a half years, two and a half years, whatever, that he hadn't coached, he'd be like, "Oh, this is why I got fired." Now yeah. it just seems like he's not willing to change at all. I yeah, I mean, if 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 we don't fire Koenig or move him to somewhere else on the staff, and then don't go out and get a new coordinator this offseason, yes, I think Les is stubborn, and I think Les will fail at KU. Because I mean, we have assistants that came from like Texas Tech. What's the receiver coach name? Jones. Emmett Jones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, I'm, that offense is. Let that guy run the offense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, God. I mean, it's how so hard, frustrating. Like, I don't get why we can't just air it out. Like, how many, like, college, just throw it deep. And let an our athlete, offensive line, we're going to get sacked in two seconds. Yeah, I mean, like, that, that, that's the thing. But let an athlete go get it. Like, how can our athletes right. not outrun dudes from Indiana State and Coastal, like, off the line? That's go my, up and get a ball. Like, it's just so boring. That's my thing is it's not me being like, come on, we got to be a air raid. I mean, we saw David Beatty yeah, fail at the air raid. Like, we can't do that, but we can try occasionally to throw the ball deep. or Like, take a shot on third and something or whatever. Yeah. Pass interference maybe or a deep interception, which is a punt, which we do every possession. Right. It, it was doing just, it anyway. So it was just the most conservative, boring offensive game plan I've ever seen. And they got to try something new. Like yeah. I know Carter hasn't been amazing, but you're not really putting him in positions to succeed. Like that, let him make a throw. See what happens. He did exactly. on that last drive. Is like not this game, but the Indiana State game. That's why they I was so stuck. Put him in charge, and he ran it perfectly. Yeah, and I cannot believe we didn't give him a chance. But we we've, we've talked about that. I know a lot of people are frustrated with quarterback play, and I know Carter's our guy, and we've stuck by Carter. I think Carter needs to keep the job. I don't think I there's agree. any reason to just keep cycling quarterbacks in because it's not all about quarter. It's not even close to about quarterback play. Carter, I mean, he hasn't been good, but he also has not been like a disaster. No. And it's just a matter of our roster is not good. He doesn't have the protection. We don't have the guys executing. It's just not – I don't think quarterback's going to change anything. I do not think 
Now, and even if we do change, like, I'm, I'm sorry, but if Thomas McVitie hasn't taken the job yet, like, they're just, he's just not exactly. good. I'm sorry, I don't exactly. want to be a dick. He's just not good enough to take it, then I'm sorry. Exactly. And we're it's not going to change anything. Sitting here talking about how our O-line can't protect, so why the fuck do we try to run it every play? Yeah. We can't just smash it down people's throats, and they know the run's coming, so you got to have Carter be a threat. Like, yeah. get guys open in space. That's we The coaches can do, do that. Yeah. And parchment. Coaches yeah. need to get guys in space and – Put him in positions to succeed. It's just run a screen with Puka <laughs> on first down or something instead of the other team knowing the run's coming. Yeah, and it, we're literally taking one of our biggest weaknesses, which is our offensive line, and, and revolving our offense around. That's insane. Like, imagine a business taking the worst department they have and being like, let's emphasize and let's – Let's make our business run off that department. Like, it just makes no sense what we're doing. And I don't know. I I, I think it's fair that people are very, very frustrated with Les because this was the one concern. Is he going to do what he did at LSU? And that's what he's done. I just think, I don't what is going on outside our studio right now? I don't know. But sorry for the our. folks that can hear people out there. I uh, mean, we got to talk about the numbers when Puka was on and off the field. Yeah, do you have those? I think six point one when he or eight point one when he was on or six yeah, six point one when he was on, two point eight when he was off the field. Which made me feel a lot better. It's like yeah. he didn't have that like one like breakthrough play where he went eighty yards for a touchdown, but that's I the, mean that makes me feel better. Just he's I mean that I have that in my notes. Puka is still good. Yeah, I mean you <laughs> just have to pay attention to him. So yeah. I hate him to the use ball. him as a decoy every game, but Yeah. Yeah, I mean that is nice to see that Puka makes a major has a major impact on the offense still. And like you said, like he never really got that big burst where he was just out in open field and could take one back. But like he'll get that. He'll get a couple of those. No, that'll happen. That was the big problem is I thought that Indiana State game, I was like, okay, well, if we had Puka, we surely find a way to score another touchdown just because he's going to break a big play. Right. That's all we needed was one on Saturday in the final 57 minutes. Just one big 60-yard run from Puka. Even if it doesn't get you in the end, we didn't come close to scoring. Oh. No. Like – Dude. Anytime it's in his hands, he can score. Yeah. And like you said, get bust off a 50-yard run, first play of the drive or something, get inside the 30. Yeah. You have a chance to score. Like, he has to touch the ball. It's crazy how we looked – like, we looked decent on offense against Indiana State, and then we're like, oh, shit, we're getting Puka back, and we scored seven points. I know. Stunning. We didn't score in 57 <laughs> minutes. I know. We keep saying it, but it's like such an absurd it's stat. laugh out loud funny. Coast Carolina stinks. They're not a good team. They're bad. Like, we could score – I don't know. <laughs> I want to stop talking about this so fast. Scored 40 on Oklahoma. <laughs> B-turn just literally went <laughs> – like literally <laughs> speechless at our offense. We could score. Totally we should be able to score on any team in the country in 57 minutes. A field goal. <laughs> yeah, two one field big goals. play. Your quote about us needing two field goals in 57 minutes against Coast Carolina is going to haunt me for the next four days at least. Just sickening. One long play. That's all we needed for 57 minutes. Yeah. Against a team that would lose to every team in our conference. <laughs> Most by teams a lot. By a lot. Yeah, by double digits. I think every single one. Yeah, so I, I don't mean, know. is there any positives? Is the defense decent? I just don't know how to judge the defense because the you teams can't. are playing stink. So like, are they just because we've given up teams? We've given up what fourteen and a half points a game. I mean, that's. I think Mike Lee's great because at least Bryce they're Tornado's keeping us good. in. At least they're giving us a chance to win the first two games. Exactly. I'm very satisfied with our defense. Indiana State could have put us away, potentially. Like. I, like, we talk about how Indiana State kind of shot themselves in the foot, but the defense also made the plays. Yeah. 
They stopped him on the one for a few plays. They got a pick in the end zone. Like, you still got to make the plays. I will say I was a little frustrated with our defense late. Like, we really needed to stop, and they were clearly running the ball. And we were like, we weren't communicating. We were running dudes on and off the field with, like, three on the play clock. Like, and then they obviously just ran the ball easily for a first down. Like, I don't – you got to be more prepared for that. So, that was frustrating. But, like you said, I mean, you can't – the defense – Gave up 12 points. You win 99% of your games against teams like Coastal Carolina when you only give up. They did their job. I, so I might be misremembering this, but I think I was on the phone with Braden when this happened. Did we have a play where we had like 13 guys on the field? Is that what you were talking about? That might be what that I'm talking about. That gave them the first down to end the game? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And we were just running players because in and we, out. Because we didn't have any timeouts left. Yes. Because, yeah. <laughs> and we we'll get to that one later. Oh. Because, would have hated to have timeouts oh, there. Oh, boy. I'm going to that was rant about David <laughs> Beatty all over again. That was brutal. <laughs> there no. At- don't talk down about David Beatty because that was a lot worse than David Beatty. He I called mean, two of them, and he had another timeout from the other team built in. What when we called the it was like it was third or fourth for fourth. us because I'm at the wedding and I'm sitting there on the ESPN app because that's all I could do, and I'm like, like is it not working? I'm refreshing like Jayhawk Slant on Twitter because they kind of give like play by play and yeah, I was like, what's going on? Why is a play not been ran in fucking ten minutes? It was twenty minutes, crazy. It was insane. The stadium, like I. People were so frustrated, rightfully so. Let's just get into the it. The second just... timeout is insane because didn't fucking Coastal <laughs> yeah, call Coastal one? Coastal called yes. one too. They had five minutes of timeout. How the fuck through. do you call the second one? If you do that and then do not get the fourth down, I mean, had Les not been in his second game of all time, I'm calling for his head. I mean, if two timeouts. In the history of any... time... like, like he's Ned Stark. Just... Like, like if, that's, if that's year three or year even two, of any coach, I don't care if it's Nick Saban, I'm calling for the head. Get out. Two timeouts. If you don't call, <laughs> if you don't draw up the best play of all time, with t- three timeouts, three time sorry. Outs. Yeah, three of them. You had ten minutes to draw up the best play. The in, greatest play in football history. Fucking even, run the reverse pass with Parchment again. What did we even do? Like, didn't just Carter just get rushed and roll out and yeah. we just couldn't get a throw? Yeah, like, yeah, it was nothing. It was. was it a, I mean, I, I didn't see it. it. Was like, was it a broken play? Like he just, or he was about to get sacked. I think sacked our O line just kind of. Uh, like, was it going to be a pass? Yeah. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Lots of alcohol was consumed. Yeah, was but, it fourth and three, two? I thought it was four. It might have been fourth and four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, I've our uh, Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. I have seen plenty of bad clock management, and I mean that was. It can't be hard to run like a comeback route or an out route for five yards. Every yeah. team does it. <laughs> Charlotte went to Alabama. How can he not overpower a Coastal Carolina? Like you have four receivers yards? to get open. Like you yeah. should be able to get. How are we this bad on fourth down? Oh for know. eight on the year on fourth down, and they haven't been long fourths. I saw that stat and gasped. If you're going I, for it on fourth down against these two teams, it's going to be like. Fourth and three, fourth and two, because yeah. it's not like you're going for it desperately. Fourth, or you and can't just out athlete these FCS teams and low level. You should FBS. be up. And the thing is, I'm very encouraged that we've gone for it on fourth down eight times because that was something that early the nation, in right? the David Beatty era. He would not no, go he, for it on fourth and out. He, he would punt after the two timeouts. Can oh, we, my, oh, he did. Did you see with Jeff our Fox video? Did you see Jeff Fox video? David Beatty <laughs> caught a freaking timeout and then Pooch kicked it with Carter. Yeah. He, he did that his whole career. He'd call Insane. timeout, call timeout. Punt, Let's not punt, forget punt. when Pardula was in the end zone and fake punt run <laughs> on fourth and like 17. Wasn't that? That was Weiss. That was a Big 12 game, was it? That was Charlie Weiss, I think, when we oh, did yeah. a fake punt and freaking the end zone. 
That I mean, oh my god, that KU was wise because that was our first year at KU. Yeah, when you talk about Montel fumbling the spike, yeah, and then spike. kneeling the ball, that's Kansas. It, it, we've got some all-time moments. We need to, but we need to tweet that play from the pod and say this is, sums up <laughs> KU football over the last ten years. Spiking this is before Kansas a game-winning football. field goal, and he fumbles it, dives on it. <laughs> He dove on the ball like I dove Not on the Not pick hill. it up and just throw it away and the clock stops. But he dove on it. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. While we're on this topic, we're talking some Banana Land moments. We got to do Banana Land moments. And then he freaking the goes to Boise and is pretty good. Willis is the starter at Virginia Tech, a team that's good every year. I love this. He turns ranting. And he played well against freaking BC week one. Like, wh- these guys suck. I want to say the meat, like nastiest word right now but these guys suck at KU and then they go anywhere else and succeed Jay Keeps played in the fucking NFL Heapsman just keep going yeah I'm, I'm fine Michael Cummings is probably like selling in. he was right the best now. quarterback I've ever seen <laughs> post Todd yeah we don't put people in and then we tore positions the to game. succeed no they suck dude Montel looked awful at KU. He, he would overthrow guys by thirty yards. But Montel he goes. Your yeah. Didn't he play at? Didn't he play at Boise Forgot for a little bit? That. Montel, your friends. There's yeah, no hashtag I've ever done more than hashtag Montel, your friends. Like, I thought he was going to be. Yeah, Ryan Montel, Willis. your friends was my the booth. I think. <laughs> I mean, didn't Virginia Tech go to a bowl game last year? Oh, they sure did. He started. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Willis was great. I tell you, keep what. him. If we had him, I bet we're 2-0. I hate saying it, but Jesus. <laughs> um, I mean, we've been on topic of Banana Land moments. Let's just get into Banana Land moments of the week. <laughs> Peter, I mean, so do mad. I just go fucking first since I'm already <laughs> rant mode? Keep your rant going. Banana Land moment of the week, what do you got, B-Turn? Oh, more gambling. Oh, of course. I love gambling content, B-Turn. Oh, my I- God. So, of course, Anthony Back sitting across from me. Yeah. Told me to take this one, which I loved it. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it's the best because it's always the last night. It's always the last game of the night, it's a and they always game. score a lot. You have yes. to bet Hawaii games. If always you don't bet Hawaii, you're just missing out on college football. Yeah, Saturday. 11 p.m. Yeah, 10:59, so it fits on like the day. <laughs> ESPN does that, so it's not like midnight Eastern and goes to the next day. Yeah, it's the best. And they always score a lot. They always give up a lot, and that happened for a half. Sure did. So what bet did you Hawaii, have? Oregon, over, I don't know, 77, 78. You needed whatever 77 points. First quarter, 14-7, Oregon State. Second, so that's 21 in the first, if you can count. Pretty good. 14-14 in the second quarter. 28 there. Just 49 at half. Oregon State's up 28-21 at half. I had Oregon State plus 280, by the way. So, like, I was thinking, and the over. I thought it was a double winner. So, you're I looking w- great. I oh went my to God. sleep. I didn't know you City. had Oregon State winning. Yeah, That mind. makes it worse. Oh, yeah. But I think, I don't even know what the second half total was. It was 30-something. Going into the half. Which, oh, yeah. The, you got to, like, half, explain more for the listeners because yeah. they're just not going to get your. The second half over <laughs> was, like, 36 or something. So, and I have 77, so that would hit. What you You needed. You need 28 points. Yeah. Like four touchdowns or so. And they got 49 in the first half. And it's a close game, too. So, yeah. like, you would think Overtime it was going to be a shootout. Yeah. Oregon State doesn't score a fucking point in the second half. <laughs> Hawaii scores 10. One point. They didn't hit a field goal. They didn't. They pulled a KU. Did not score. Yes. I've never woke up Ten shocked in my life. <laughs> points in a half. For two teams. 30 minute half that just scored 49 in the first. 
Ten points. Oregon State didn't score. The over wasn't close. Three really scores wasn't. away. Somehow. When I went to sleep, I had like an 89% chance of winning the over and like 80 of Oregon State. Like when we need that to happen, a half to just shit, it's even more insane than the first oh, half. Oh, God, we never get it on our side. Why can't that game have 100 points? It really should have. 49 Ryan, at half. Ryan's laughing because he just kept watching a video that he's going to get to in a minute. But this was like honestly one of like the most shocking losses I've ever had. But like, I get. It. I mean, it's stunning that there was only ten points scored. But at least you like didn't lose. I mean, I think losing yeah. by one point's worse. No, I get it. And like, I would have felt that way if I would have watched the whole game. Yeah. But I fell asleep knowing, like, it wasn't even a question that I was going to win, at mm-hmm. least break even. Yeah. And I, it was just like, wake. I was just like, wait, what? Like, there's no way this game finished thirty-one twenty-eight. <laughs> ten points in the second half. You needed twenty-nine. Two teams to combine for 28. I think you need 28. You need two teams to combine for 28. There's literally just two touchdowns because they're doing that every quarter. Imagine having the over in KU Coastal Carolina. First half under. That's a principal bet that I'll get to in game. <laughs> like, how can it not be like 42-38 or something? So, All Oregon State needs a field goal to force overtime, then who knows what happens. I mean, okay. they didn't score a point when they scored 28 and a half. Not one. I think my new favorite segment is B-Turn bringing his most frustrating gambling loss and making it Banana Land moment of the week every week. I'm fine with it. It's excellent content. We need it to turn to a win, though, like a Banana Land win that yeah. you have. Banana Land can be positive. My Banana Land is very positive. A.B., what's yours? So, we mentioned it, but calling two timeouts, <laughs> that, I mean, we don't have to get into it again, but that was just so stunning because I was watching Gamecast at that point. And it just like I, I put my phone away for like ten minutes, and I get back, I pick it back up. I'm like they haven't run a play yet. Like like Braden was saying, it was refreshing everything. It was just so stupid. Like yeah, that's and then it. to I mean, not that, get it just obviously makes it worse. But you don't need three different timeouts. It to, is the definition of banana land. Yeah, just I to mean, call three time or have three timeouts and run call the play a spade we did. A spade. Brutal. Um, I'll get to my banana land moment of the week. As we touched on tailgating, was a blast. We had our tent flying through the air, landing on us during a game of Flip Cup, which was pretty crazy. But I'm sure you've seen it by now. My favorite video maybe in the history of the internet, our producer, Anthony Bax, is is doing a chug-off against our friend (laughs) AJ Klink. I don't know if he wants me to say his name on the pod. Uh, They were doing a chug-off, and AB... Never lost ever in a chug off, I don't think. Not true. I lost the clique the first time we ever did it. Okay. And a Cardizi, but Well, some would say this your first one you Cardizi doesn't count. He's the champ. <laughs> yeah. So A B wins this chug off. Two point seven three seconds. I mean it was impressive. He turns and this is where it gets banana land. He turns and he just starts running in celebration, which is great. I love it. I'm having a blast. I'm videoing it. And he like tries to s- I don't even know what you were doing, what crossed your mind. He tries to, like, penguin slide <laughs> on the grass outside the booth. But, like, obviously, and he's going into, like, a hill. It's like so, a like, 90 it's degree sloping angle. up, and he tries to freaking penguin dive, and he doesn't move an inch. His body hits just the ground and just stops. We got to tweet the whole video from the pod or at least just like I think Jane's made a gif because me and Jane sat at a bar for 20, 30 minutes in clique and we just rewatched the video of AB in slow-mo just they diving. Me. I can't imagine how psycho Jane's is going watching it. <laughs> just Did he ever save a Snapchat story? 
like of him doing 75. welcome back to lawrence kansas chris james we had some great broadcasts I mean, that was, yeah no i mean but just uh we got to tweet the video i don't know if people will understand how funny it is that ab tried to slide across the ground it didn't move a single inch you didn't uh, move so but i mean it was it was fun it goes back to my point the tailgate was so fun the it I was, was with, I was with Dak and them this weekend or like Monday night, and they were talking about how I think they said something about how like Jane they could see Jane's being a coach, like <laughs> oh, being God, a reporter. Yeah. And I go, dude, he literally would play NCAA football with Duke and act like he was the coach. He'd wear the headset, game. Yeah. dude. Wear the headset, not talking well, to anybody, and he'd uh, you know, to be he'd the give pre and post game <laughs> coverage. He'd act like he was, uh, who's the who's the dude? Um, Lou, the Holt, other, Lou Holtz. Holtz. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd act like he's Lou Holtz before the game, like a college game day thing. Dude, Cleekin would sit there and ask him questions, like with a straight face, like this shit was normal. <laughs> yeah, no, I grew and up. And he with, would be like, I grew up with James. This is normal. He'd be like, I mean, our fans are just great. Like it was full. <laughs> Every all the fans came, all sixty thousand, and they support this program as well as anybody. Our our and, listeners, people listening that know Janes are going to find this the funniest segment ever. People that don't know Janes are going to be like, please stop. And he would talk about how like he wasn't going to accept these other jobs and shit. He's like, oh, I, I just love Duke. I've tur- we've- I love Durham. <laughs> he would like tweet. Dude, tweet football. his results. Dude, of his, of his NCAA video game Duke results. <laughs> We got to like, get Janes on the pod. Oh, I'm not he's so good. Dude, my friends think pod. he's so funny. <laughs> Like, I mean, he s- the seventy-five, sixty-eight shit. Yeah, that he does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seventy-five, sixty-eight. <laughs> I mean, he gave an all-time. Cleekin does it like a psycho too, the way he says it. He seventy-five. Gave, <laughs> he gave an all-time speech before the game, and we just blew it. They put up seven points for him. Yeah, no, I mean, I've never God. seen. And then he jumped <laughs> into me like, I, yeah, he jumped off the table into AB's arms like a child. Well, he was about to backflip into a car, so <laughs> yeah. that would have been nice. Rick Brown told us if we like, if James gets on a table again, let him backflip off. No, Drew Harris. I, mean, I think we tried we, to get him to do I it. I think we play better that day if he does it. If he I mean, backflips? At yeah. the spring game, at the spring game, Drew talked him out of backflipping off the table, and Rick Brown was like, um. Yeah, he's Drew's banned from ever coming to this tailgate again if he ever <laughs> doesn't let James backflip off the table. I mean, Drew was wanting him to do it this weekend. Yeah, Drew yeah, was trying to no, talk him into it. He was trying to, you know, it would, make if, up for it. If James could actually do a backflip and he lands that, though, like, <laughs> we win by a thousand points. He doesn't even know how to do a backflip. He just doesn't. So he oh just falls on his back like it's Jack Black trying to crowd surf. <laughs> that would be amazing. Rock. I would love it. That'd be a viral clip. So, yeah, I mean, tailgate was fun. A.B. penguin diving. I will tweet that video once a week until the day I die. It's, is um, it toss-up, hypothetical, which gif is better? Gif. Gif. <laughs> is it me penguin diving, or is it me on Selection Sunday when I'm licking it? Selection Sunday. <laughs> Selection Sunday, but you knew, like, a camera was, like, on you in Selection you Sunday. You fucking belly flopped onto an uphill hill. <laughs> oh, I had grass stains on my gray shirt the whole time. It was like you were, like, f- jumped off a building. You just straight flat I mean, and there's like people at another tailgate in the background just like no yeah like we said okay this is like 4 p.m your nutsack has to hurt <laughs> it didn't feel great all right i'm not but, trying to get this conversation to go I mean, that it's, direction it's natural i mean a good thing i didn't have a blue chew because i wouldn't have a penis anymore <laughs> okay oh boy all right banana land moment of the week good job guys i liked all those Thanks, those man. were good 57 AB. minutes of not scoring <laughs> so I mean, that's banana land itself. Real quick break from the episode to talk about our other sponsor, 
Lawrence's number one drone company, Drone Lawrence. Drone Lawrence has been producing amazing content for businesses in Lawrence, and they are proud to announce that they have now expanded to the Kansas City area. To celebrate, they are offering a special discounted rate for all Kansas City clients during the months of August and September. If you are in the Kansas City area, do not pass up this deal. It's time to modernize your marketing and make your social media stand out. There's no better guys to do it than those at Drone Lawrence. Check them out on Instagram. I'm not kidding. Their Instagram is pretty freaking sick. Some of the videos they put out are awesome. We are trying to get them to a tailgate to do a video of us. So definitely check out their Instagram or visit DroneLawrence.com. Check out their Facebook, any other social media. Um, just give them a look. DroneLawrence.com. Drone Lawrence now flying in KC. Let's get into a little gambling, Boston College, and let's wrap this show up. We don't, we don't got to make this be an hour-long show because I'm people are just depressed. Sorry. AB, you ready for gambling? Let's lose some money, folks. Uh, do I don't it. have standings because I think I went 1-4 and four and I didn't want to look at it. I so. think I went 4-1 and one because I, 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 went lost, I lost Clemson, but I hit all the rest of them. Oh, you won. hit Texas A&M. Okay, I hit Texas A&M. But, yeah. 4-1? We lost KU. And my lock hit. I hit the Flows money line, by the way, (laughs) which was the wildest game ever. Dude, Nebraska's such frauds. I gave him 17-0 late in the third, (laughs) and Cole pulled up his phone. It was 31-31 at overtime. I kind of feel bad for Nebraska. I sure don't. I I don't, don't, but, like, they were supposed to be solid this year. They act like they're Alabama, and they haven't been good since literally, what, 99? Eric Crouch. Wow. A school close to us that overhypes their success. I've never heard that before. (laughs) But we'll get to gambling. KU is a 21-point underdog against Boston College with a total of 51. That's tough to do. Uh, so Yeah, good God. I'm not betting on KU anymore. Uh, I'll take Boston College. Oh, my God, yeah. Minus 21. And, I'm okay, I'm going to take the over because we've gone under the first two. And I think Boston College might get it themselves. Like, I think we could lose, like, 52-7, to seven, which sounds sad. The, but like The number... I, yeah, the number that comes to my mind is forty-one fourteen. Yeah, but I'm gonna go Hawks covering twenty-one. He and lost I, another one, and, and it's because I mean I can just see this being a game where Puka has like a couple just absurd runs, gets us like maybe a few second half scores where it's just kind of fluky and they're blowing us out the whole game. But Puka just does some Puka things, and we lose by like eighteen. So I'll change my prediction to 41, we'll call it 23, because we'll probably like miss an extra point or something. <laughs> I don't hate it. And that's so the that's, the that's the over. over. Yeah. I'll take Boston College and total stuff. Dylan. No, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Corey. Um, God, it's, the total's so tough because Bob, we literally, <laughs> we've struggled to... We've struggled to even score like 20 points in a game. How much are we going to score I know, I against? I can't a, believe I just slipped the over. ACC. Yeah, Ryan has how many scored 23 gonna, points against a Power Five team. How many are Puka. we going to score against Boston College? And this is this is on the road. Yeah, not great. Friday in night prime time on national TV, aka the ACC. Well, Network. I mean, Boston College is easily covering. I don't know how <laughs> everyone's going to watch it. I haven't even figured out how I'm going to watch it yet. Dang. If you have PlayStation View, you get it. I do not. But I'm using like. My buddy's parents' PlayStation View login to get it. So I'll just probably go um, to the bar. Or are they even gonna have it? Do they have like ESPN Plus? They gotta have ACC Network. It's all on like streaming though. Like none of it's. Well, it's like ESPN Plus. Wow. Like we don't have a channel for it here. That that sucks. I'll figure it out. Always do. 
B turn. 42 14. Jayhawks? Over. Yeah, KU. <laughs> KU Moneyline pays out. Pays what is here. that, like 20 to 1? Wait, did you just. Re- that tweet you just showed me, right? Read that out loud. Yeah, we can talk about that. Good because friend of the pod came to see us at the first tailgate. Talked to him. I don't think says, Ryan saw him, but shout him out. Um, John Merker. Wait. At Call Me John Bruno. Bruno Mars. Says, honest question, I'm in a bitter rivalry with an MU alum colleague of mine. Does KU have a shot at beating Boston College? He wants to bet me 20 bucks. Should I take the bet? KU bounce back game question mark. If he's um, talking money line, don't take it unless you're getting like fifty to one. Dude, isn't the money line like plus nine seventy five for it's us gotta to win? Be. It's gotta be. That's what I wanted to tweet There's back. There's no way we win. Do not bet twenty straight up to your friend. Yeah, it depends what it is. If you like the spread, then take that. I'm not gonna. Spread's give, always a fifty. I mean, shot. I'm maybe not tell anyone. What no are on some a spread. O- What are some odds he could give his friend? Like, it's hey, like a, if if Ku wins, you owe me one fifty. If we lose, I'll give you a ten. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's up in the money line though. Yeah, That's fifteen to one. Yeah, maybe do maybe I mean, just do maybe just do hundred to ten. Yeah. Ten to one. Yeah. Ten to one. So John Merker, uh counter your friends, say I'm not betting you twenty straight up, and just do ten to one odds. If the Hawks win, you get a hundred. If they lose, you give ten. You're probably gonna lose ten bucks. And then ask him about why they got smoked to Wyoming. <laughs> but that's beside the point. Yeah, yeah. do like twenty for two hundred. Yeah. Even or that, yeah. or just go twenty point twenty bucks on plus twenty one. Yeah. Twenty Get 21 points for the Hawks. Make sure you get it at 21, though. But I'm taking over in KU or Boston College. Boston are we College. All on the over. Yeah. What are we? I'm doing? switching to the under. Your you 42-24 is you have KU. No, I said 42-14. Oh, that yeah. goes over though. Yikes. Yeah, but over. you so you have Boston College cover. So I'm the only one that got the Hawks cover. I think I feel like Boston College is going to score, and then they could be up a ton, and then we randomly score. Yeah. Late. 42 I mean, Boston seven College is good. They're probably going to blow us out. Oh, yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> so Start the weekend off, right? Yeah. Imagine, okay, real quick, imagine if we went and we're 2-1. and one. Oh, and I, all, I really – Oh, win? All, I thought you said went to the game. Win. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if we're 2-1 and one, all of a sudden next week on the pod, we're like, folks, are we going to win the Big 12? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then okay. we'll be like, why the f- – are we not three and zero? I don't care. Two and one, I'll be happy. How many people come to the West Virginia game if we beat Boston College? Thirty-five. I was very disappointed in attendance <laughs> this weekend. It hardly if we went beat up. Beat Boston College? I'd be so pumped. Yeah. Well, the Chandelier fans aren't showing up. That whole section. Less empty. bold prediction here. It's on them. Less Miles doesn't lose a game ever on the road at Kansas. No. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a certain person on Twitter that does bold predictions. Um. <laughs> What else are we gambling on? Yeah, let's go. The Cyhawk rivalry. Oh my god! Game college day. game day. Yeah, game day in Ames, which means K- uh, Lawrence is like one of two college towns that hasn't our power five. How did Iowa them. State play this over the weekend? They didn't. They had a bye week week two, which is <laughs> that might be banana what a land. Buzz kill. Yeah. Iowa by s- four. Uh, it's Iowa minus two and a half. Hmm. I hammer Iowa. I think they're really good. You don't just walk into Jack Tri Stadium and expect to win every time. <laughs> I mean, they almost Give lost me the clones. Give me the money line. Uh, they almost lost there already. Yeah, but that's just a weird game. Like I'm sure all those kids played against each other <laughs> in high weird school. Game. I mean, it's just like those in-state kids. You just, you so know. you're you're taking Iowa State. I'm ta- yeah, I'm gonna hammer Iowa. Iowa's State. good. I'm not gonna hammer them. I like Iowa. I agree. I like Iowa State. 
after a bad week one, you get a week off, they're going to roll. I, they I were probably looking ahead, surprised. too. And biggest game in their freaking history. You know what's a buzzkill, though, is the game's at 3. So it's not like that primetime 7 o'clock Under ABC game. That sucks. Which, Iowa would get screwed on that somehow. Like <laughs> Iowa, Iowa gets one of those every cool. year. They wave the kids, which is awesome, and then they yeah. play at night, and they beat like Michigan or something. Like I've seen it before. Yeah. Sadly. Give me the Hawkeyes. All right. I'm on Iowa Cyclones. State. Okay. Uh, last one, little local I NFL, mean, the Turfs. They're minus seven and a half in Oakland. Total is fifty-two. I am just gonna bet the Chiefs every week until it doesn't hit. You have to. The Raiders aren't that good. I don't care what they. Uh, the Raiders played too good Monday night, so now they're just gonna go back to being yeah. the Raiders. It's just rivalry game, and they they weirdly kept it close in Oakland last year. We were. Yeah. Up six. That's I think true. we probably NFL still rivalry covered. games are always close. It does not matter. Are we betting on both of those or just Chiefs? I mean, I, I just wrote the total down. I mean, overs hitting overs first too. half. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they got defensive dudes out. We can't play defense when we're up by a thousand points. I could like my only worry about that the game game's is gonna Pat have seventy points. I bet. Oh yeah, sixty at least. I could see like forty-two twenty-eight, kind of yeah. like this last week. That seemed like forty-two twenty-one seems like low, or thirty-five twenty-one even. Mac but I'll, t- I'll obviously take the Chiefs. We could win by 21. Be yeah, up 21 late and give up a can touchdown. I, can I hammer the over? Yeah. I'll hammer. I'll make that my hammer. I'm hammering the Chiefs. <laughs> I'll hammer the over, too. <laughs> All right. We really need to keep track of our standing. I mean, yeah. the Chiefs are good. I mean, you know, who's, uh, you know I whose mean, offense is better than KU's? The Chiefs. Maybe. Breaking. I would think so. I've done some studies. Did the Hawks score points on the Chiefs, D? Yes. <sighs> I, no. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, we scored seven on Coastal. What uh, would Frank Clark and Chris Jones do to that offensive oh line? Oh, my. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, let's not start ranting about hypothetical Chiefs versus KU <laughs> football games will be here an hour. Uh, um, I don't know. Do we um, have anything else? AB has a bad week betting and just doesn't do standings. So. Yeah. yeah I think what we a figured fraud. Them all out. Wait till it's playoff. Wait till it's NCAA tournament time. Give me a twelve to one conference winner. Unreal, we did that. We did Fuck gambling him. for a whole half of the season and let it come down to one game. Yeah, but I was going to win anyways. Yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> all right, folks, that's all we got. Uh, this was a meltdown episode in some ways. We appreciate you for listening. Appreciate you listening. That was the Hawks' offense. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, not pure shark. Yep. <laughs> not a fun episode. But we had to do it. We had to talk Hawks. Let's go beat Boston College. Let's be 2-1. and one. Oh, yeah. And let's go into West Virginia 2-1. Um, and one. And, you know, West Virginia, we haven't talked about it. We'll talk about it next week. They're That's the worst the team battle ever for play football. Wor- That's the battle for worst team oh, in the Big 12. So that bad. is the toilet bowl of the Big 12. So let's maybe not beat Boston College. Let's get a little positive momentum yeah. going into West Virginia. Let's get the offense going, score some points, big plays, <laughs> show something a little different, like switch it up a little bit. Yep. Sure. I don't know. If, if we competed, I'd be pumped. Exactly. Just 42-31. Yo, that would be, I'd be high. If we put up 31 points, I will kiss both of you on the <laughs> If we win, I, I get, I'm so confident that I'd say we can cancel the pod. What's Bri, Bri going to do if we win? He's like, oh, my, oh my God. God. He told us today he's going to I'm not kidding. He baked to be in Dallas. He's got to be in Dallas on Saturday morning. He plants a flag. Yeah. At Ohio State, he takes the KU flag and plants it at midfield. Gets arrested. Yeah. Yeah, shout Guys out to being dudes. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that thing sucks. Like, Boston College has a cool coach. They're just cool. They're going to whoop What's us. better than this? 
<laughs> yeah. Guys so, being dudes. all right, we're rambling again. Thank oh, you. Shout out Jake Roberts. Uh, he got the song right for the outro. Oh, oh yes, so. good work, Jake Roberts. So, next, oh, there's, there's a new one coming this and, week. So. Hey, yep. Kane wants you to follow him on Twitter. He's starting to get pissed. I don't follow Kane on Twitter. I don't know. Okay. He says you don't, but shit. I'll, I'll throw it's him a, a good, follow. He's a good follow. My bad, Kane. <laughs> if you I want to hear about I hear the Bears, he that, I mean, uh, I was Mitch hoping Trubisky's for live game tweets. Yeah, he didn't tweet once during the game. I was. He had nothing to tweet about. I mean, he could melt down like we're doing. Our kicker made a kick. <laughs> All right. We... How pumped was he when that happened? Oh, very. That was yeah. our only question mark I, before the game, I guess. All right. Rock chalk. Yeah, that's all we got. Thanks for listening. As always, go check out our sponsors. Go do some things using the promo codes. Get us some love from our network that Please. finds us those sponsors. So shout out. Thanks for listening. And rock them, chalk them. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.